This is episode 28 of The Gamer Sushi Show. This week, we talk about Star Wars games, gaming binges, Mass Effect 3 being delayed, and play grades. Welcome to the Gamer Sushi Show. This is episode 28. I'm Eddie. I'm Mitch. I am Jeff. I am Anthony. And I'm Nick. The whole gang's here. Yay! Yay! Full yay. power. It's also the day after Star Wars Day, so that's another yay, right? Yay! Star Wars. Yay! May the fourth be with you. I totally <laughs> forgot about the Star Wars Day until everyone started like tweeting and Facebooking. I was like, oh yeah, that's a thing. When did that become a thing, though? Like, was I? Was that like three or four years ago? Somebody said, "Hey, this would be a funny joke. We should make it a thing." I, I want to know the history. I don't know. I really feel like Star Wars Day should be on the anniversary of the day the movie came out. See, that's what I thought it was. For. That's what I thought it was for. I was like, "Oh, maybe the movies came out because I know they come out in May." So it's like, if right. you're gonna do it, why not just do it on the day that you know they come out every? Yeah, which is like the 21st or the 25th. But no, it's because they could say, "May the fourth be with you." And Heard. That's where it came from. So yeah. Star Wars fans are really clever. Yeah, see, I thought, yeah, I thought there was going to be more of a history behind it, but it really is just... I think it was because it was a mistranslation on something. Yeah. But, yeah. So, it's pretty cool. But I, we got a post up on the site basically asking people about Star Wars memories. And I think it's pretty cool. Anthony actually came up with it um, in an email thread. He just asked us all those questions. And then I was like, oh, this would be a good gamer sushi post. Um, oh, well, yeah. Thank so, you. really, you're like the George W. Bush to Anthony's Barack Obama. Oh <laughs> yeah, you know, the there. I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's giving me credit, so that's 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 good. References. That, that whole just came from. I'm fucking bored at work, and you guys aren't talking to me. Let's generate a discussion. <laughs> and three hours later, you guys finally started answering. Uh, poor current events. <laughs> Relevancy. Yeah. <laughs> but um. No, uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about uh, favorite Star Wars games just to kind of open the podcast up. Um, we're going to try not to talk about KOTOR the whole time. So maybe should we should we ban KOTOR? At least what about initially? KOTOR 2? Because that's what I voted. <laughs> At least initially? Because we've talked about KOTOR before on the cast. I would talk about KOTOR when they finish. Or I'll talk about KOTOR 2 when they finish it. Oh, I see what you did there. I'm just Damn. that. I liked KOTOR 2 a lot, actually. Zing. Uh, actually, just to go ahead and get started, I loved all the Super Star Wars and Super yeah. Empire, the Super I was going to bring those Super up. Nintendo. Confession, uh, I've never played those. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to remember like what Star Wars games I've even played other than podcast. <laughs> Force Unleashed, which, you know. Did you play Shadows of the Empire? Because I actually got every challenge point on Jedi on that bad boy. Shadows of the Empire. What system was that on? 64. 64. No. It was a uh, huh? window game i don't think it was yeah it was one of their big ones early on yeah it was one of only like five games i think i ever had for that system oh i remember no i remember ads for it i think i probably played it for like five minutes one time (laughs) at the time it was really fun but if i went back and played it now i'd probably oh i think it's probably it's probably actually a terrible game oh yeah (laughs) i think it is actually i I keep reading everywhere that's a terrible game and i'm like what are you i love on that game game was amazing but remember the 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 swoop bike level Oh fuck that yes. swoop bike level, dude! That swoop bike level was so random in the middle of everything. Like you have it all these funny. other things, and then you get it. And I was like, this level. Even as a kid, I was like, this level sucks. <laughs> I 
once made my friend really upset because he couldn't beat that level, and I literally just played it with one hand behind my back. I put I was held, playing with one hand, and I just put the controller behind my back, just stand, not trying to show off, but just standing there. And he was like, "You're an asshole." <laughs> so, yeah. Well, you were an asshole, so I still am. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think I ever got any like. So there were Nintendo and Super Nintendo games, right? Super, yeah, the, the Super Super Star Wars, Super Empire, Super Jedi, all of them are extremely hard. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I ever played like you know because back in the Super Nintendo era and the Nintendo era, I'd rent stuff. We didn't really buy very many games back then. I don't remember ever playing a Star Wars game. There was also I mean, all the PC games too. Well, yeah, I mean X Wing Tie the, Fighter. I've never played X Wing Tie Fighter, by the way. Games. What? I've never Dude, played that it. game. Was amazing. I've that heard it's incredible. incredible. I've never played it. I had the the Star Wars. What was it? The the god the big like galactic art not not RTS but like this battle simulator. Star Wars Force Commander. Yeah, I think I had that for the PC. Never played that one. I don't even shitty. think I know about it. <laughs> yeah, it was no guys. Super Bombad Racing. That was <laughs> the shit. Oh, do you guys remember Jedi Power Battles for the PS One? Yes. It was the, the you know the the beat 'em up that mm-hmm. game yeah sucks oh shit I do remember that one okay <laughs> so yeah. frustrating especially when they would make you like jump like do the platforming sections me and but, my friend almost killed each other over that you know what game was great though was um was it Paris Cassie uh, Rogue Squadron no no I was it was uh we used to play it at land parties all the time Nick it was the oh, oh Jedi Knight two Jedi Outcast or? yes yeah. yeah. Yeah, I couldn't remember all the subtitles and stuff. I was like, yeah. it's something, something, two, dark side, something. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I couldn't, I couldn't remember all the things. But yeah, we used to play that because we used to do a lot of land parties mm-hmm. uh, back in the day. Which I miss those. We should I just do too. one. We need to do one. Would so- anyone that we know actually have a computer that could do stuff? Uh, like mm, two people maybe. <laughs> Besides me and you. Yeah, that's enough. Like two. Um, yes, Mitch no- should come down. But no, we used to do land parties yeah, all the time, and um, yeah, Jedi Knight Two was one that we would do all the time, mm-hmm. and that was so much fun. And yeah. I remember who was it that someone would always like pick Mon Mothma for, <laughs> was, for no was, reason. It was Richard. Yeah, <laughs> he would just always that, pick Mon Mothma. <laughs> the multiplayer that was so stupid. You could be like a Gamorrean running around having a lightsaber battle with like Lando Calrissian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember well, there used to be like this attack you could do that would kill everybody in one hit and I joined this stupid server where like everyone would bow to each other because you could do like this thing where you'd sweep your lightsaber and look like you were bowing and I would just like do the insta hit <laughs> I got banned <laughs> no that was the weird thing I tried yeah, to play people that had RPG online. servers yeah, yeah. there were so many RPG servers where people would role play I guess because Star Wars Galaxies hadn't come out yet no. so <laughs> they really wanted did something you, did you guys ever play Masters of Terras Kasi for the PlayStation 1 yes I don't remember yeah, but I know I played it yeah, the Star Wars fighting game where, like, it was just really lame because, you know, they had, like, a Tusken Raider and, like, somehow his Gaddafi stick could repel Luke's lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> you know what game but, I uh, played? Oh, sorry, Anthony. Keep going. Oh, no, um, just my last lame because, obviously, as you can tell, I played all of the Star Wars games. Star Wars Demolition for the PS1, the Twisted Metal, basically. But what? Star Wars. I've never heard of this. That sounds incredible. Oh, I still have it. I still got it. Like, yeah, it was basically Twisted Metal but with Star Wars and you could be, like, Ara Singh, what? and you'd be like, um, and she'd be on a swoop bike, and you would be like, uh, or some like droid commander in one of the tanks from Episode One, or you could be like, I think an ATST or something like that. It was 
really like all these crazy i'll i'll send you guys a link to the wikipedia thing yeah i need to that i never knew that was a thing sounds fake. yeah it was it was <laughs> it does sound it fake like, it was he made this up game. it was a it was a bad game but it was fun you know what i mean like it wasn't a great game but i really loved it so well, one thing that i gotta say battlefront is i i, I want yeah. i wish that there was a third battlefront so bad because some of my favorite multiplayer memories ever are from star wars battlefront and that was on the original xbox uh, or it was Battlefront 2 that I played a lot of online. Because um, it, it was like Battlefield style, which I love. Like the, the point capture, you know, um, that I love from Battlefield. But mm-hmm. then yes. what they added, I don't know, I don't remember if this was in the first Battlefront, but in Battlefront 2 they added heroes, essentially. Yeah, that was in 2. Yes, just yeah. in 2. That so you would, have, you would have like Luke, and he would be more powerful than all the other units. Like it would it'd be a random thing. Like it would randomly just assign like okay, there's going to be a new hero every few minutes, and you know like if if someone dies, they might happen to respawn as the hero. So if you had someone that really knew how to use the hero, like you could like turn the tide of a battle because he was way stronger than all the units, and it was like Luke, he could like do these crazy force leaps, he could throw his lightsaber, um, and like like one of my favorite things was the Hoth level because the one you know the rebels hero was Luke, and then the the Empire's hero was Darth Vader. Nice. Yeah. They would just meet in the middle and have like epics, like lightsaber battles in the middle of like all like the ATATs and like all the vehicles and stuff. That sounds awesome. It was so much fun. My favorite. Actually, me and my brother would play on Star Wars Battlefront Two, and um, I was always the Empire, so I could be Anakin and he would be Obi Wan. And um, the uh, there was one level. It was called a uh, Polis Massa. It was you know it's in in Episode Three. It's where the twins are born. Mm-hmm. And it was so rigged against the Empire that it was almost... We played that level like 47 times, and I won like twice. But when I finally <laughs> won, it was just like, boom, we're done for the night. <laughs> we're done. No more. I actually Let's played a, uh, texture, a texture mod for Battlefield 2142 that just replaced everything with Star Wars skins. Oh, that's awesome. That, nice. that was freaking awesome. Because, you know, Battle, Battlefront was good, but it wasn't quite the quality of, like, Battlefield. So just to have that game yeah. with all the skins, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Also, is, yeah, it wasn't nearly as good as Star Battle Wars Galaxies. No, Nick did, right? Yes. Nick did? I did for a little bit, but it wasn't very long. I didn't. It didn't stick with me. I don't know. How terrible was that game, dude? It was really, really bad. It was, it was really, so really, really bad. That was like just MMO, got... right? Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't you know what makes an MMO bad because they all look the same to me. I mean, yeah, exactly. This is my ignorance here. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure all MMOs are bad. <laughs> Kill 48 well, sand rabbits. For the most part, you're right, Jeff. Most <laughs> MMOs are really bad. There was only well, one they, MMO that's amazing, and that's Dauk. But, yeah. So what made Star Wars Galaxies bad? Well, just think of World of Warcraft as the golden standard that everyone's trying to get to. And then imagine someone trying to get to it, but instead of doing that, they fall backwards and break their head open on the sidewalk. <laughs> well, because Star Wars, Star Wars Galaxy started off uh, as like this huge unwieldy MMO. Like you could have class, you had like your basic classes, and you would go into like different tiers, and you could combine like certain aspects of two classes to reach a different class. And like the player economy was like so messed up. Like everything, everything yeah. cost a million dollars because people would just make it and then charge pe- whatever they want. Right, yeah. The economy oh, yeah, was people would game the, the game the player economy a lot. Exactly. Because the economy was player based and it was just done implemented poorly. They 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 made inflation go insane. Yes. And then the game was like unplayable because you couldn't get anything. Couldn't you so, be like a moisture farmer in that game if you wanted to? 
You could, yeah, so, you yeah. could, you could run crafting farms, but you just really, do stuff. Yeah, that that the, personality the, the type's thing. always fascinated me. That there are people like if you let people be moisture farmers, there will be certain people that will just play that role. Yeah, we knew that. this. We knew this guy. Um, hey. my friend, my friends played the game, and we knew uh, this guy. He had, I think, he had paid for like three different characters because it's not like in WoW where you could make like five different characters on one account. You had to pay for oh, three shit. separate accounts. Oh wow! And for all adults? three of them yeah. were crafters. Wow. <laughs> the cool thing about that though is you can is like you can make player towns. Like they would just have the maps yeah. and then the players would just make their own towns on them. Like there'd be the, like the set That's towns like cool. they would have coronet and like uh stuff like that, but it's like Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. It's like Minecraft, but shitty. Is it even still around or did they uh yeah, oh, yeah. oh it is? Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's consolidated it. onto like three servers now. And most MMOs like stick around, even when they've like completely failed. They just continue to stick around. I don't yeah. understand how that even works financially. I mean, I, gu- I guess they're getting. <sighs> At some point, it must be solvent uh, enough to cover the the startup cost, and then they just have to get enough money to to maintain it. But uh, yeah, right. I don't know. I think Galaxy I- wanted to be what Eve is, but it yeah. just failed completely. I actually was taught in high school by a guy who was a beta tester for that game, and they actually released it while it was still in beta testing, like for oh, a full wow. release. They actually sold people a beta. That's always <laughs> according to him. Anyways, I could be wrong. I don't know if I can actually say that. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's what he, that's what he told me. Like it launched without player transportation. It launched like with half the content. Ship like, it and patch it. Exactly. Yeah, didn't they add like the Jedi class later on or something like that? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, and they made it real easy. Later on, they made it real easy to be a Jedi. Because that was Jedi the thing. Is it, was supposed to be, it was supposed to be hard. Yeah. Yeah, and they wanted to make it hard at first, but then people were like, I want to be a Jedi. So they're like, everyone's a Jedi now. So, <laughs> Right, know, which like is what, why in, in SWOTOR, they are going to just make everybody a Jedi if you want to be a Jedi. Yeah. So. Yeah, oh, real quick, just going back to uh, Star Wars Demolition, one of the characters you could be was actually the Rancor Keeper. Malakili is his name, and I know that. And, and he was on the shoulders. He was riding on the back of the Rancor, and he had mounted laser cannons on its shoulders. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so. That sounds good. I guess fun. we can we can talk about KOTOR now, since we've talked about some other stuff. <laughs> one thing I wanted to say one thing I wanted to say is I actually played the uh, Episode 3 Revision of the Sith game. I did too. It wasn't bad. And it wasn't terrible. It actually the sword was fighting with the, the combat was kind of complex, yeah. Yeah, the, co- the combat was pretty fun. Like, fighting Grievous was like pretty hard um yeah and actually like i had a lot of fun with it and it might have just been that i like i was like hoping like i guess it was came out right before the movie came out and like i was pumped about the last movie and like i was all like yeah and i'd read the comic and stuff and so i get maybe that was part of what made me really like it but yeah it, it was i mean it wasn't a great game but it wasn't bad it was actually quite fun it was great. It was great for the time you were at. Yeah, it was good. It was short. I mean, I think I beat it in like two days. But like you know, it was whatever. You know what's funny is as we're sitting here listing off Star Wars games, I didn't even think about Force Unleashed until just a second ago. No, no. Well, I mean, that's, I, I, I want to say that's the only one I've played. That's the thing. Like, yeah, Jeff mentioned that at the beginning. But yeah, yeah. we it's try weird to that I don't even it. consider you, it. Like, you don't listen to me, Eddie. Yeah, I kind of tune you out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Honesty. Wow. But yeah, it's, uh, it's just weird. I don't. I don't know why that is. I don't really consider it um, or think about it. Maybe it's well, just. I mean, so I. I feel like uh, the first one at least has some redeeming qualities, and only because I played it 
like I borrowed a copy of it and I played it three years after it was originally released. So I didn't really have any expectations for it, but it's, it's, yeah, it's definitely kind of like a, a lame sort of guilty pleasure type of thing, even still. Like yeah. it's, the, it's the Star Wars game you're not supposed to like. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's funny because when I think about KOTOR, for, for some reason in my head, KOTOR just slides into Star Wars canon. And I'll, I don't know why that is. I don't know. It's just because Bioware is awesome. <laughs> oh, because it's 3,500 years before the movies? Yeah, true. But, I mean, but, still, wise. but it still felt like Star Wars to me. It felt so much like Star yeah. Wars. They, so, I don't yeah, know that's how part they of why did it, that. Like, totally... Like, like I was just enthralled by it when it came out. Like, I hadn't played a game that had, you know, and I, I've said this before, and I've posted about it on the site before, in my biggest, like, gaming binges, I played something like 47 hours of KOTOR in, like, three and a half days. Damn. You know? um, <laughs> didn't, didn't, okay, did, did I bring it to you, or did you bring it to me? No, I you forgot. brought it to me. You brought, yeah. you brought your Xbox to my house, and then... Because you didn't have an Xbox, right? Yeah, I didn't have an Xbox. And I was like, this is the reason to get an Xbox. It was the first reason, in my opinion, to buy an Xbox. Yeah, it was the reason I wanted one. Halo was already out. We we were Xbox haters. I was like, Halo. Yeah, I I remember that. I just did that all the time. Big controllers. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah, it's like, oh, the controllers are bears. Stupid. But um, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, so I just put food on it all the time. And then I got one for really, really cheap. I got one for like 40 bucks. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I, I'm reading about this Star Wars game and people are raving about it. So whatever, I'll play it. And then I played it and I was like, Eddie, holy shit, you have to get an Xbox to play this. Like, yeah. this is important. Yeah, and then you brought it to me Christmas break. You brought it to me like on a Sunday or something. And I started it that Sunday morning or Sunday night. I started it Sunday night and I finished like Thursday morning at like four in the morning. <laughs> something like that. And like I played it like nobody's business. And I pretty much like I would stay up till four or five playing it. And then I would wake up at nine and I would play it. And then I would eat lunch. And then I would play it all afternoon. And then I'd call Jen for like an hour. And then I'd and go. You were, in, you were in college at the time, right? Well, yeah, I was home. Like over in break, the, Oh, yeah. It, was, yeah, it was over break. Okay. It was over break. And it was something. I don't remember why people weren't around. I don't, Nick, I don't know if you went somewhere, or but people weren't around. So it wasn't like I was missing time. Because usually when I came home, I would get home a few days before everybody or something. And so none of you guys were in town yet. Yeah. But yeah you don't, I don't need I don't people. Know. You have Bastila Shan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's my KOTOR thing. Do you, ever, do you ever miss binges like that? I do. I miss it. And I miss the, I miss the kind of like the feeling that KOTOR gave when I played it. You know what I mean? Like you don't, it's very rare that you find games like that, that you're just like totally yeah. sucked into like a hundred percent. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Even uh, when a game is really good, it never, it doesn't quite suck me in that bad. Well, I, I kind of feel like, um, it's the kind of thing that you, I don't know if you enjoy it while you're doing it, but, but you forget that you're doing it and then you always feel terrible afterwards. <laughs> You know, <laughs> like that was really good, but man, I'm ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man, that was four days. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I'm just trying know. to think of like back to when I was playing the hell out of Oblivion, and I want to say like, even though I was theoretically enjoying myself, I always felt like death afterwards. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I was barely sleeping and like barely eating and didn't have contact with like humans. <laughs> you know that game that game was great you know i'm trying to think a game recently that i kind of jumped into 
like almost as hard was probably uh, AC2, actually. Hmm. See, I was going to say, I think Red Dead Redemption was the last game that did that. Red Dead did kind of, but I remember there was this time where, <laughs> where Stephanie, my roommate at the time, came home and I had a blanket over my head. All the lights were off and I was just going, what the fuck are you doing? Were you playing the game at the time? Yes. <laughs> at least you were playing the game. Yeah, were you like, were you doing it because you knew she was going to walk in and see it or were you no. just doing that? No, I just, for some reason, I just had a blanket over my head. I didn't like purposefully do that, but like I just had a blanket and then <laughs> it I, landed there and you just left it. You really are. If I get cold, I'll do that. I'll put a blanket over Yeah, exactly. My head. It was kind of cold. There was a fan on. And then whenever I played the game, I would always just whisper, Asasino. <laughs> so yeah, just happened. But yeah, I read that actually for me the first like two days. I was a hundred percent into Red Dead. I didn't care about anything else in the world. But yeah, I think part of it is because it was a surprise. I feel like games that surprise you are the only ones that can mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. You know yes. what I mean? Because I feel like if you're really looking forward to a game, it's it, hard. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like it's always games that I I'm not expecting. You know, like Kotor, Red Dead Redemption. Uh, I'm, I'm kind like of Crackdown. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I can see that. <clears throat> I'm I'm kind of curious to see how Dragon Age the, sucked me in. Well, I'm uh, like I'm looking forward to LA. I'm looking forward to LA Noir, but um, yeah. I still Noir. don't know. Like I've tried to stay kind of like. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about in the it. Dark about it. Yeah. Unspoiled. <sighs> yeah, unspoiled. But uh, I do. You know, I, I've I've read about some of the technology and stuff, and obviously there's like little things that keep coming out. But um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to, to getting into that. I think that might be the three the discs. Well, yeah, three discs. That was just announced today. But um, I think that might be the first crazy. game in a while that, that I will be uh, willing to let myself go crazy with. Playing. Get lost in. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I've been you actually, get, I've been holding back that kind of stuff for a while. Because I didn't want to spend, you know, 160 hours playing another game. Well, get ready for Skyrim, Jeff. Right. That game. Oh, <laughs> Jeff I might not be on the podcast for like a month when Skyrim drops. <laughs> I might be with Jeff on that. You, you think I'm, I have I'm a so beard? You think I have a beard now? <laughs> yeah, you can get ready for Skyrim because something else is not coming out in yeah. November. Yeah, you want to you want to talk about that? Yeah, that's a good transition. There you go. Thank you. I know this is. Uh, going for Anthony. I know you were very upset about this. I'll let you. Uh, I don't really want to talk about it, so you guys can go ahead without me. I'm going to go drink okay. a little. Bit. I feel like if you speak the thing, it loses its power. So if you can just say it, okay. Voldemort, you know. Yeah. All right. The the bright side is this gives me time to play the other games, you know, that I want to play this fall that's coming out. But the thing is, of all those, the one that I was definitely going to go at midnight and get and play like that night and take the day off was Mass Effect Three. I really want to play even more it. than Uncharted. Yeah, because of the continuing story of Mass Effect. Yeah, I, Mass Effect. I need Mass to play Effect, that one right the, away. Yeah, it's it's the kind of game that it was like like because yeah, I took yeah, I wanted I want to take a day <laughs> off for Mass Effect Three. That's what yeah, I like want Uncharted to like Uncharted Three. Like I really want to play it, but I mean, I can the wait. Urgency to play Mass Effect Three is is greater because of the story and the, the continuing story. All right, I don't want my Xbox Three Sixty to die and I lose that save. Okay. <laughs> that would be right. a good gamer sushi topic. Like, what games would you be willing to take take off work for? Anyway. Yeah. Um, well, the I thing mean, was, didn't uh, uh, Mass Effect Two get delayed as well? Like, when it, wasn't it originally supposed to come out in? Um, you might be right. Winter of '09, kind of and they like pushed that was it. Like the only Bioware no. that ever hit its release date. 
No, no, but it was it was one of those like the the O nine winter was that one where everybody was running away from uh, Modern Warfare two. Remember? Yeah. And I want to say that Mass Effect two was supposed to come out a couple months earlier, and it you know it got pushed, and we were all like, oh no. It didn't bother me because I didn't uh, have a three hundred and sixty at the time, so I didn't, didn't play Mass Effect. Remember until, yeah. Mass Effect two until this past summer. So yeah. I played Mass Effect one, and then the next day I started Mass Effect two. So that's pretty nice. <laughs> that was, that's pretty, that was awesome. pretty sweet. And now here I am. Mass Effect Purgatory. I mean, it is a good thing because now it's, you know, like, because there's so many games coming out this fall. Um, so it really, it seriously is a relief in that. But I'm like, why that one? <laughs> why Mass Effect 3? Yeah, everyone was so sure Skyrim was going to get delayed. And here we go. Oh, knock on wood. Watch all of so, them get delayed. Yeah, I was about to say, dude, don't even. Don't, don't fucking say that. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get we'll get Modern Warfare three and like nothing else. <laughs> but we probably should mention the reason that Mass Effect three has yes. been delayed. If someone wants to say that, I don't have the, the heart. PlayStation three. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um uh, supposedly the reason it's getting delayed is that they are trying to um that they're adjusting the mechanics to further appeal to a wider audience that they kind of started to appeal to in Mass Effect two. Which some people are making a big deal about that. Um, I don't know how I feel, but um, I liked a comment that someone left on the site today about well, that. Uh, one thing, also in the article, before, while you find the quote, one thing that it that if you kept reading, it said they want to strip away stuff they felt wasn't important because it's just fluff and it's going to turn oh, off people. I love scanning, but <laughs> they said but, scanning's coming back though. But they're going to enhance. Other RPG elements. I like the sound of that. Basically, their opinion was more Seth Green. Was like uh, graphs and and points and uh, charts mm. and assigning things doesn't make a game deep. No, no. Yeah, so, I don't think so all it does is scare off the streets. <laughs> well, I, I I think it it uh it's kind of like um, the bros. I don't think it has anything to do with that, though. Like, just just because you can do it, I don't necessarily want to spend my time doing that. I, I mean, I know there are people that that probably do get off, right? Um, that like oh, yeah, management, yeah, but I, I I don't. That's not something I'm looking for. Uh, inventory. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I I enjoy it. Like, there are certain <laughs> games where I want to do that. I want to micromanage everything. But their thing was like, we don't want people to be dealing with stuff that isn't going to be a big effect in battle. So they're like, we everything that the player does, we want them to see in the battle, which they started to do in two. We saw that where like you could only assign stuff in like five categories and you're, you know, you only had like certain weapons. But I know now they're having it, they're having upgrades for weapons. So yeah. the weapon yeah. system is going to get more. And I think enhanced. everybody can use any weapon, I think also. Yeah, they said that, but you can only carry like a certain amount of weapons, and the soldier can carry all of them. Right. Uh, here's right. the um, here's the comment. It's from uh, my friend Andrew, who's benign one on um, the site. And he said, "So they're tweaking." <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> so it says, uh, "So they're tweaking things to reach the market share sweet spot that Mass Effect Two began to approach." That doesn't sit too well, seeing as what lies at the end of that path is essentially Gears of War with a conversation system, as one commenter put it. Ominous tidings aside, though, my brain and my wallet will appreciate a bit more time to digest the rest of the year's significant releases. But yeah, I like the... the yeah, gears with the You don't want it to be gears with a conversation system. Yeah. Although, on the other hand, if you can put a chainsaw on your gun and cleave up Geth, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> 
they also yeah. they also put a big emphasis like in other materials about melee combat and stuff like that. So who knows? Who knows? I mean, I know it's going to be a great game. I just you know I'm trying to stay away from everything about it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel well, like I'm just, having to do that more and more with video games these days because they used to not bother me. Like I used to, like it was weird. I used to just like crave everything. Like it was just be like, oh, I can't wait for the next. You know, I would like especially. I remember when uh, Wind Waker was coming out. I was like, oh, you know, anything that was Wind Waker, I was like fascinated with. And uh, Halo Two before that was coming well, out, no, even Halo Three. Spoiler 3. for the new Mario game: you get to use Yoshi and a turtle shell. <laughs> no. Yeah. And so, like, I would I would be grabbing at anything that was coming out. Because I felt like it was like content that mattered, but now I feel like it's turned into such like a, you know, Dude, there's new there's two new, new screenshots of this every day. Yeah. yeah, and there's always something, and it's it's getting to the point. It's like overload. It's complete it's overload. Just a, it's a PR and, circus, is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and the problem too is like you know, and this is a little off subject, but it's sort of like you'll read a preview for something on like IGN. And then you'll go to one up, and it's the preview of the exact same thing because they all went to the same event and played the exact same level. Yeah, you know, or they're like, they're like copy and pasting a, um, a press release. Press release. Yeah, and it's just like there's no reason to go to this many sites anymore. I actually forget I what all. site I was reading, but it it had a, a link at the bottom of the article, just this big blue button that said "read press release." I'm like, yeah. why even write? <laughs> just have the button. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. just paste it. Isn't that joystick that does that? That is joystick. Thank yeah. You. Um, yeah, but yeah, like I, I love that. Oops, sorry. No, I was gonna say like I feel also like whenever bad news comes out about a game, two posts later it's like new screenshots. <laughs> Does anyone <laughs> else notice that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. look, here's Shepard with his big manly butt and some armor. Don't you love that? Yeah. It's well, like, no, oh, it's big manly butt. Here's some screenshots. Well, no, and we'll get yeah. we'll get to this later. But the Assassin's Creed Revelation announcement came on the heels of them accidentally doing it on their Facebook. Yeah, you know, same thing. It was just like, oh crap! Uh, release, release the thing. <laughs> We're gonna officially announce this. Uh, this is our tease of the announcement of the announcement. <laughs> but, I, but yeah, like it's everything. It's like new dev video is this. You know, talks about this and this. And I'm just, I'm getting so tired. Like it's just like a complete overload of everything. Um, from what I uh, understand, just real quick to go back to Mass Effect. Mass Effect Two sold slightly better than Mass Effect One on the 360. Just, you know, just going by that. Um, so I guess they're thinking, wow, we got all this critical acclaim last time and it still only did a little bit better. We need to try to do something different, I guess. Cause I mean, video games are like, they're different from mu- movies. Like sequels are usually more successful than the predecessor. Cause it, you know, it fixes the mistakes and, you know, even if people haven't played like for instance, kill zone one, they'll buy kill zone two, you know, or, Oh, I didn't play the first six final fantasies, but seven looks good. I'll jump in there. You know, there's not the barrier to entry that, you know, other um, media has, like, well, movies, really. So, Although I, I feel like that is cha- that is changing as, as games get a little bit more cinematic. Like, I, I would oh, say... Oh, yeah, you- and, see, and, and you're right, and one of the, like, exactly because with Mass Effect 3, the whole point is the continuing story. Mm-hmm. So how much more of an audience are you going to get no matter what you do to it? Well, I mean, it also only works because it's all on the same generation. Like, that's the thing. I feel like yeah. if you had to spread Mass Effect across uh, more than one console generation, then you couldn't have that same story continuity. Right. Like, right. That, and that, I mean, that's part of the reason they're probably, like, pushing the release schedule so quick. They, they want to make sure they can get it out. Uh, See, here's a random, sorry, kind of sort of changing subject back to when we were talking about, like, just all the 
like news stuff. Like, here's the thing: yep. uh, new UFC will blow people away, says Bilson. It's like yeah, really that. that's that's news. That's, like that's news, a guy yeah. is saying our game is going to be fun. Like, <laughs> like I don't understand that. And there was a there was a thing of um, Pitchfork. Um, wait, is it Pitchfork? Why? Am I... No, that, that's music. No, no. Uh, Pit, his name is Randy Pitchford. That's what it is. Pitchford. Pitchford. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Randy, yeah, Pitch, yeah. Randy Pitchfork. Pitchfork. That, that Pitchfork wow. guy with the pointy end. Um, <laughs> the the uh, why am I blanking on their name? Um, Borderlands and Duke Nukem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Gearbox. Gearbox. Yeah. And um, it was him saying like you know it was like news and it was like Duke Nukem multiplayer is all about fun. <laughs> and it was like multiplayer things detailed and really it was just him talking about how like we want our multiplayer to be a good time. And I'm like, that. why is this news? Like, why is this? And everybody re- reported on it. And it's like, it's there's just so much information out there. And sorry, I'm going on a little rant, but I'm well, just trying case, to avoid Mass Effect 3 stuff for that reason because I just don't want, I don't want anything. In case you didn't know, IGN just bought one up. So Yeah, yeah. I saw that. That's not good for the industry, but whatever. No, it's generally not. Well, that just makes me think of. Uh, I think Warner Brothers bought Rotten Tomatoes. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, from uh, from IGN, right? Uh, maybe. I want to say that Rotten Tomatoes is owned by IGN or whoever IGN's parent company is. Yeah, it could be. But yeah, Mass Effect. How awesome 3. are Yay. Warner Brothers? So awesome. One hundred percent Rotten Tomatoes all the time. What, uh, Mitch, what do you think about this? About Mass Effect Three being delayed. Yeah, yeah, you love Mass Effect. I, I do love Mass Effect. I like it a lot. It sucks, but that, you like, know, really, like accusatory. Yeah, you yeah. Are, you're <laughs> like, yeah, you like the game. Yeah, asshole. you like it, huh? You like it, yeah. don't you? Don't you? Well, now that I have a history opinion? of hating games that aren't bro games, you know, <laughs> every game that isn't a bro game. How much do you hate Mass Effect so much? <laughs> so, so you're you're glad it's getting delayed because it's going to be more like Gears when it comes out. You, you want you want dick tits in it, don't you? You want some bullet storm. Yeah, I want some. Mechanics. I want some dick that's in it. Well, I'm already gonna get Gears Three on the 20th of September, so what do I need Mass Effect Three? Exactly. <laughs> her to her. Her to her. Uh, nah, man, I'm sad. I'm sad it's getting delayed, but at the same time, since I'm unemployed, I have. I'm gonna have more money. I say that oh, with air quotes. Hopefully, you'll have a month. Uh, hopefully, you have a job by then. Yeah, a well, year from I'll, now. I'll, <laughs> I'll actually be in school this September. So if okay. it comes out when my exams are done, uh, that'd be nice. So I have some free time. Yeah, the first three months of 2012, provided the world yeah, doesn't one, end. One less thing to distract me from failing at school. There you go. Yeah. So see, at least it's good news. So it'll be for like Counter Strike for me. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Except for me, it'll be like Assassin's Creed and Uncharted Three, and but no Mass Effect. So at least it's not a, at least it's not an empty end of the year <laughs> by any means. Game time. Okay, this week we're going to play grades. So this should be fun. I got four topics. We got four gentlemen. So it's going to work out nicely. The first topic. Um, as Eddie mentioned earlier, I think it was Eddie. Uh, uh, something was leaked out about the new uh, Assassin's Creed game, which is going to be called Assassin's Creed Revelations. Revelations. Mm-hmm. And there's and they're basically saying that it, it's not going to be like a proper AC three. It's going to be more like a Brotherhood two. And Continuation so, of Ezio's story, or the conclusion, I think they said of Ezio's story. Yeah, it's going to be like the Ezio trilogy, which they consider right, right. Assassin's Creed two the first. 
Yeah, so this is all kind of part of the same thing. And then I guess maybe eventually one day we get an AC3 titled that way. I don't know. So I just was curious what you guys thought about this. Grade AC2 Revelations being basically AC2 Brotherhood 2. Eddie. A. Mitch. Uh, S. Dang. Well, what do you expect? A. Anthony. C. I'm going to go to Anthony on this one. Hater. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I, uh, I'm i not the biggest fan of Assassin's Creed, just the whole franchise. I really liked Assassin's Creed 2. Um, but I didn't you rage quit it when you had to find the map fragments? I remember that. Yeah, I did. Um, but I enjoyed everything up to that point. Um, <laughs> it doesn't diminish everything that happened you know, before then. Right. It's like episode one was amazing until Jar Jar walked on screen. <laughs> the the so first, the first ten I minutes? Be, I don't begrudge them the first ten minutes at all. <laughs> but, um, like, uh, so I haven't played Brotherhood, so I mean, I, and I hear it's great, like you guys have said it's good and everything. But, um, you know, I, I before I think even Brotherhood came out, I wrote an article, a feature about, you know, side stories and stuff like that. And um, specifically, I mentioned Assassin's Creed Brotherhood and, and Kingdom Hearts as being guilty of this. And um, I uh, basically like I really want to see I'll, I'll probably play these games, but I'm not really excited for it. And I feel like this is what they're doing in the meantime while they work on Assassin's Creed 3, which is fine because they want Assassin's Creed to be good and not you know they don't want to rush it and everything but um it's sort of diminishes i'm not i want to speak delicately here i don't want to say the wrong thing but like i feel like maybe it might diminish the excitement or the anticipate like if it becomes a yearly thing where they just like keep like i said crapping out an assassin's creed game every year um but, and then like oh here's assassin's creed 3 it might diminish some of the luster that assassin's creed 3 might have um but i am glad to see that you know, I think once they're done with the Ezio side story, they will go back to, you know, the next like proper sequel in the uh, in the series. But I just I have problems with Assassin's Creed three being a yearly um, a yearly entry. Well, see, I think that Brotherhood already was essentially Assassin's Creed three because it was a significant jump in the story. Like anyone that does not play Brotherhood is going to be lost for, you know, and I'm yeah, same yeah. thing I think for Revelations. Yeah, you know? exactly. Oh, entirely. Like that's the thing. Like significant. It's jump not in the a story. side. It's, I don't know how it's could be considered a side story at all. Yeah. Like it's I mean, not I mean, like, it had that impression before it came out. You know, mm-hmm. like it really did have that impression. But then I, I played it, and I was like, oh, holy crap! Yeah, it's a it's a marketing problem. People don't realize that all the Desmond stuff is like really crucial. Yeah. And I would argue all the the Ezio stuff. Like, so what? It would be Assassin's Creed Three if. We had all the Desmond stuff that happens in Brotherhood, but it wasn't Ezio he was controlling. I mean, I don't, I don't know how Assassin's Creed 3 is going to be that much different if we just have a different main character that he's, that he's controlling. Like, well, I would say that, like, well, also a different setting, a different city, a different time period. That's, I think, what, that's what gets people excited. I mean, that's what will be considered 3, and they're probably... Like I said, that's what they're working on. They want to make sure they do it good. So they're like, in the meantime, we have these assets. Let's do, let's experiment and do all these other things. I mean, which is fine. It's just I'm not as excited for it as well, I would I be. Mean, that's, that's that's ever gonna, I don't, I don't know if you'll ever get an Assassin's Creed three though, because if you think about it, if they want to make Assassin's Creed a yearly release, 
which they've which said. they do, which they've yeah. said. You're not gonna. You can't do Assassin's Creed Three, Assassin's Creed Four, Assassin's Creed Five. You're gonna. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna. It's gonna start getting ridiculous. And so I think it. it this seems to me like, or it started with Brotherhood. What Call of Duty's had to do, where yeah, it's it was, like subtitle everything. Yeah, Modern Warfare, Black Ops, World at War. You know, um, that kind of thing. Yeah, and, people really. Otherwise, you're gonna have like Assassin's Creed Nineteen, and then you know, the and then you're the that, Final Fantasy problem. Well, what they might do is like because the article Nick. Link two said that a full blown threequel is in the works, and this is a rumor, obviously. But we, we, I'm sure, they will. But they might do Assassin's Creed three, and then like a side story from that, you know, or two or three side stories from that, and then Assassin's Creed four, or maybe they'll just stop after that. You know what I mean? We don't know how it's going to go. Maybe, but I, still, I a, still don't think Brotherhood is a side story. No, it's not I, at no, all. No, no. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not arguing with that. Like I said, that article was written before the book, the game, you know, came out. Yeah. Um, before, so, well, but the, the funniest not, thing. The funniest thing about it is that if you look in the comments for, for Revelations, they're like, more Ezio, ooh, I'm not going to play that because it's another spin-off story. And I'm like, you, you didn't play Brotherhood either, did, then did you? Like, why? It's, it's a complete misperception. It's really like a marketing failure on well, the yeah, part yeah, like, of, of, yeah. of... Jeff, I think you're exactly right because, you know, that's what people are anticipating and what they want is... A new, a new they think topic. it's ODST like we did before it came out. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so, exactly. They've, they've played Italy. They've played Ezio. Maybe they're like, because what, what's the one thing everybody wants to know about the next Assassin's Creed game? What time period is it set in? And so when it goes to a different time period, I think that's when you'll get the, you know, the, the real excitement and everything that, that people have for it. You know? didn't so bro- that's, But that's I don't know. I'm, didn't Brotherhood sell like crazy? I mean, I think yeah, the excitement's probably there. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Brotherhood all, like I think way outsold that- too. It, it, I think, but I think two sold really well too. Yeah, two did too. Yeah, but I think did. Brotherhood no, 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 like, not... sold like crazy. So I think the excitement's there. I th- I really think I'm that what they need to do is they need to re they need to reset the expectations that they're like that we're waiting for a third Assassin's Creed game. Like yes. that's the thing they need to convince people that no, you're not waiting for a third Assassin's Creed game. You're waiting for the sixth Assassin's. <laughs> Creed. Yeah, you're waiting for this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's gonna it, like they need to to help people understand that yeah, it is like Call of Duty. There's Modern Warfare, which is about these characters, and then there's Black Ops, which is about these characters, and Modern Warfare 2 follows up on that. Yeah, I mean, see, I was thinking that if they went ahead and like split it off and everything, that that would be cool. They could even go back and make more stories with Altair using that's the what they're doing. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, well, okay. Well, okay. AC. I guess I didn't talk about this. AC Revelations is going to be in Constantinople. Um, and it's going to be about Ezio doing Altier stuff. Like it's going to be, he's going to be in Altier's footsteps. So Altier Which might sounds be pretty cool. involved yeah. too. I think you might, I, I have a feeling you might play some Altier stuff as well. Yeah. As some I, Ezio yeah. Stuff. See, that'd be cool. There, Cause I think there's more they could, they could do, especially now that they've improved the engine of the game, you know, the actual, mm-hmm. like it's not, well, a yeah, you'll end up playing like memories within memories or you'll, right. you'll, you'll unlock. Inception. We need well. to go deeper. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I no, I totally, see, I, I, I see what you're saying. I think because yeah, like before Brotherhood came out, it was perceived as you know we always made the joke that it was ACODST, right? You right. know, um, this is like ACODST two, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the I main think thing that, everybody always asks about is they just want to know what the next time period is going to be. That's that's what all the speculation is always about. You know? Yeah, and and so when they do that, I think when they change time periods is when will be Assassin's Creed Three when they're ready to make that jump. You know? I, I will bet you money that they won't call it Assassin's Creed Three. Yeah, I think you're right. You want to bet money? 
I will bet you money. I will bet you a dollar that they will not right. call it Aww. Assassin's Creed 3. At least bet a beer. I'll bet you a beer that they won't call right. it Assassin's Creed 3. There we go. Oh, yeah, I will be. I don't know if I'd bet, but I will be surprised if they call it Assassin's Creed 3 given the strategy because then you're, you're implying that people can skip these mm. exactly. Brotherhood and Revelation. No, there's no way. But there's no... Because huge well, no, cause Desmond of, advances lots of games do that. Fallout New Vegas, Halo ODST, you know, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, Grand Theft Auto 4. There is a proven strategy that this can work. So, I mean, and like you said, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood sold, you know, so. I, I, I think, I think they, they can have both of it. That's they, true. Grand Theft Auto 4 is a good example of that, now that yeah, I think about it. They can have it both ways because that was the next big league. But it was the next gen, so. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. the next gen. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, you know, yeah. they can, uh, you know, they can have it both ways. They're, they're I don't know. N- numbering systems can get pretty fucking confusing. AC3 <laughs> on the Wii 2. <laughs> um, <laughs> bitch, did you have anything to add? It's your no. series. Nope. No, I, I, you I, always I wait. You always wait, and then we have all this discussion, and then at the end, yeah, I was like, eh, I got you did give it an S. Yeah, I did I get. Well, I'm also giving it an S because Eddie gave it an A. I didn't want to give the same grade as Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> that was mostly what I did. No, um, I wanted you to pick him, and then I undercut him by going C. <laughs> Bastard. No, I mean. I don't know. I like Assassin's Creed. I think you guys had a good conversation. I think Jeff is dead on about how they missed up the marketing thing, uh, kind of portraying Brotherhood as a side story. Because, like, like it was said, like, right. huge Desmond stuff happened in Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. So, well, so yeah, the, what I heard in all the, the reviews what I read. The one, the one thing that I, I've been thinking about is that if they really do want to annualize it, eventually they're going to have to wrap up Desmond's story and find some other. Like, I think that's what this one is about. Because if you look at the picture, if you look at the article I post on the site, like they show a screenshot from the side, but he has like a gray beard. And in like Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, no, not, he's not old. Ezio. Not Ezio, not Desmond. Ezio. Desmond. You, did you say Desmond or Ezio? He said Desmond. Said Desmond. Desmond. They're going to have oh, to wrap okay. up Desmond's story because of, like, there's only so much you can do with Desmond. <laughs> Sorry. I think I, yeah, they may... Well, so that's my thing. I can't wait to play this game because I want to see the resolution to the, the crazy-ass stuff that happened at the end of Brotherhood within yeah. the Desmond storyline. Like, I, I cannot think, wait to play Revelation because I'm like, I have to see what happens after that. Right. I think they'll wrap up Desmond's story after they really, when when they do Assassin's Creed 3 and Jeff buys me a beer, uh, <laughs> then I think Assassin's Creed 3 will finish off, you know, Desmond's story. And then maybe whatever, as long as he's not the time period, you know, like, oh, now you play as Desmond in the modern city, you know, uh, as long as they don't do that, then whatever they time period they create in Assassin's Creed 3, they'll make a couple spinoffs that way. I, I, so. I feel like they really, like, I don't know how they would make a modern day Assassin's Creed work. I don't know if it would work because I think I think part of what makes Assassin's Creed work is the old fashioned weapons. Yeah, that's what I. I yeah. don't want a modern setting thing. I want I don't know, like, a modern setting might be kind of neat, like would, in like Tokyo or like Beijing or like New York that, City. If you pick the right, I wouldn't city, mind like yeah. a nineteen forty, like the, kind of the right. World War Two rumors that were going around. I wouldn't mind like that. The saboteur, but good. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that's the thing. I feel like part of the charm of the series is old-fashioned weapons. You couldn't do it with like all of the modern, modern weapons. Stuff. Well, and you can't have a guy running around like on a skyscraper, right? <laughs> and then, like, like, because a lot of the, the the appeal is that you know the street is right there. Yeah, you're doing all this stuff yeah. in the middle of all that. You could throw them in London or maybe like Paris or something like that. An old. It had to be an old city. Yeah, that's. I mean, modern. they could go like they could go like far, they could go far future sci-fi and just do Moscow. something completely like crazy. But I don't no, think. What, they, if, what if they jumped around everywhere? Like, what if what if he like was in like World War Two for a game, and then he was yeah. in like a they could totally do that for a game, and then he was <laughs> in like feudal Japan for a game, and then it's just like Quantum Leap, like but with a 
awesome dude. <laughs> like, yeah. So this Quantum is my point. This is what gets people excited is talking about what different time periods they could do. That's all I was saying. Yeah. But like, I think it'd be cool if they did like, like events and stuff. Uh-huh. I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Sorry, I just like thought di- about that. Yeah, dialed, well, is part of the mythology that he has to be uh, jumping into his ancestors? Yes. yes. You yes. couldn't just jump yeah. into somebody random. That's the one yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like part of this might have to do with that I'm watching a lot of Doctor Who. So that could <laughs> so, be so what that is. Doctor Who time-traveling murderer? Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what I want, Jeff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so we're going to move on to the next The next. Nick, what, what grade would you give it? Yeah. Well, I'm. I, I give it a B. I mean, I kind of want a proper AC three, but I'm getting the feeling that's not going to happen. Um, I'm playing Brotherhood right now. I think. I think we are going to see like a proper jump up. I just don't know if it will be called three. Or it might not be till next gen. Yeah. I don't I know. Think the next one. Yeah. I think the next one will be in 2012. Will be Assassin's Creed three. Like I just feel like in, in like if you if you're just trying to put out a product every year, I f- I feel like it's going to be hard to continue this really great storyline. Like okay, they, they've done this Brotherhood thing, and then they have Revelations, and that's going to wrap up that arc. So, but then after that. I feel like then they might have to go on kind of a well then we'll do this this game this this game this this game and they'll lose the arcness of it that makes it awesome. So I'm actually not even grading revelations as much as I'm grading after revelations, I guess. Mm. I could I could see that where it would be like 3 and then their own little arc of games and then 4 and then their own little arc. I could see well, that. Well yeah, I mean but I do feel like yeah, that's what I was thinking they it, would do. Like in order to to keep it going they like Part of that will be mitigated if they do wrap up Desmond's storyline after. Yeah. I just, I just think that it would just be—it's so hard. Then if you do, because I think that's a structure that would work to do like three and then those, but then I feel like that you continually create the perception that they're side stories when they're really important. Yeah, you know, yeah, which is something they might not want to do. But then again, Brotherhood sold like crazy, so maybe they don't care. Sure, I think maybe <laughs> yeah. anything with and besides read on it. Most, yeah, most gamers don't finish video games anyway so it's true you know um also the, the last thing the first three titles in the series have sold 28 million copies nice which is pretty good for like a new ip well i mean it was new when the gen started but yeah so the next question uh we're going to start off with mitch here i think i know the grade he's going to give it but um yeah. so there was a story that came out that uh is it frank gabo is that how you say his name i guess president of thank uh, bro EA's games label believes Battlefield 3 is a flat out superior product to the blockbuster first person shooter Call of Duty so I want you guys to grade what he said grade EA saying Battlefield 3 is greater than Call of Duty flat out superior to Call of Duty flat out superior Uh, I give Frank Gabro a straight up F an F? Yeah. Jeff? F. Anthony? Uh, I'm going to mm, C. Eddie? D. Mitch, I want to go to you first. Yeah, good call. So I hear this did, too. You think, did you think I was going to go S because I heart BF3? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, see, but I'm keeping it consistent because remember a couple podcasts ago, I was hating on Ken Levine for hating on other people. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why I went F. 
they're hating on COD, but Battlefield 3 isn't out yet. It could totally suck ass. I doubt it's going to. But again, they're just talking shit to say, hey, look at that guy's shit. His shit sucks. Our shit's they're, awesome. They're, they're talking shit to get assholes like us talking about their game. Yeah. Exactly. So I gave him an F. It's like, we deliver, man. Right then, ta- Yeah, deliver and then talk trash and about the It's like guy. they do this once a month now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like the no, that, and that's, developers someone specifically. gets their period, and then all of a sudden, they got to spot <laughs> well, out about I, some I, Sometimes when game. I read gaming news sites, I feel like I'm just watching an episode of Maury Povich. You know, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. they just bring two guys out on the stage, like the, the <laughs> bar on fight. the bottom. Yeah, the bar on the bottom is just like, gaming trash talk. He ain't your baby daddy. And then they just fight. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then someone's like, hey, Infinity War, two Kirstians. <laughs> Why you got to treat One, Activision like is- that? And number two, your mom is a bitch. <laughs> yeah. The mistake you made there was to make the first one an actual question. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're supposed to be Christians. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> one, how good is Modern Warfare 3? Two, you know it. <laughs> you couldn't handle all this. Perfect. That was uh, Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with, with Mitch there, absolutely. I think it's my least favorite form of publicity, and it needs to stop. It's totally that's like if That's like if George R.R. Martin came out and was just like, you know what sucks? Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Well, he did kind of do that. He he came out and was like, "Lost, Lost sucks." And <laughs> got some well, free publicity for them before Game of Thrones. He just said the ending of Lost sucks. Yeah. That that's a that's a little different, I think. That's a little different because it's true. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, he has released four books, so I mean, he's done something. Yeah, he hasn't ended his series yet. Once he's ended his series, then he can talk shit then about endings. Back. Okay, <laughs> uh, that, that's what he said. He just said, "I hope that I end my series better than Lost because Lost disappointed me, and I hope that my fans are not disappointed by my series the way I was disappointed with Lost." And then everyone was like, "Oh my god, he's talking shit about Lost." Well, he did. For, to be fair, he did phrase it as pulling a Lost. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, to be meant fair, just having a bad ending, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it wasn't just like I was disappointed by it. But like he coined a term <laughs> that yeah. was, you know. Yeah, it was it, and it was it was good. But <laughs> it made Damon Lindelof cry. But no, uh, I gave it a D because um, I didn't want to go F. Believable. <laughs> Don't encourage him, damn it! <laughs> he now. But I uh, I gave it I gave it a D because I was thinking about F, but I was like, you know, this is just a guy doing his job. He's supposed to think the game's awesome and better than Call of Duty. So I was like, oh, I'll bump it up to a D because what else is he supposed to say? Exactly. Mm. You know what? No, you know yeah, what, no this game really isn't as good as Call of Duty, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I, we, it's a it's a modest success. Uh, <laughs> we're reasonably Call of Duty pleased. myself. Um, I'm not even going to buy our own game. If I get a free copy, I may play it. <laughs> yeah. So I, that's why I kind of bumped up 2D. It's like, eh, he's supposed to say this kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, same here. It's just like, eh, it's average. You know, it's, it's expected. Uh, you know, and the thing is, he's probably, I mean, I, I like to think he's right because Battlefield 3 looks incredible. But I just, it's it's so weird. Was it, was it Cliffy B that said people need to stop trying to beat Call of Duty and just make a good game? <laughs> It might yeah, have been him. Probably. Granted, he said that before making Bullet Storm, but still, you know, the, I think there's some some truth to that because it's like, it's like seriously, stop comparing yourself to this. Well, yeah, you know? there there was always this uh, there was always this thing that I I always said um, back in the day with the iPod, and I mean it relates to the iPhone now. I think whenever your product comes out and it's going to be an iPhone killer or an iPod killer, it won't be. You've already lost. Yeah, Halo killer. You've, you've Zelda already killer. lost. Well, it's the it's the it's the Pepsi challenge. You know, Coke doesn't care about Pepsi. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they're number one, you know, yeah. but just be better. Like, yeah. I mean, I hate, I hate to be that guy, but like, just <laughs> be better. Like to uh, to quote the wire. If you come at the king, you best not miss. Exactly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's move on to the next one here. Nick, what's your grade? Uh, well, man, it's hard. Because here's the thing. I think he's a dick for saying it, but I hope he's right. And yeah, it's awesome. That's kind of <laughs> how I feel too. <laughs> so I think I'm going to go D with Eddie on this one just because I'm going to, I'm going to lean a little more negative because it's because we hear this shit on almost a weekly basis. Um, okay. Next topic. We're going to start off with, uh, Jeff here. Um, I mean, I don't know that Jeff probably doesn't really care that much about this, but whatever. We'll I give it an F. <laughs> no, wait, Let me it? ask the question first, Jeff. <laughs> just, like, just like me and fill in the blank in this game. <laughs> okay, uh, EA has admitted that Star Wars The Old Republic could suffer another delay. It came out today or yesterday. So they say the game, they fully anticipate, quote unquote, the game will launch later this year, but there is an outside possibility of a January launch. So that tells me it'll probably come out in June of next year. <laughs> it started June with twenty thirteen. Also, January Frank Gabot is in this story <laughs> January. too. It's the same guy. It's Frank Gabot. Nice. He just was saying stuff today. He's just what did he get? A couple cocktails in him, and he's just like, you know what? Let's make sure this shit's on the record. He started it's handing like, out his business card. Just give me a call and ask me a question about anything. And I'll just give you. He's like a janitor at EA. He's not even the like, the hell hook up Frank's EA. phone. <laughs> 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 so, Jeff, I want you to grade. You can get a sex change of Mass Effect 3. Put that on the record. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to grade a SWOTOR possibly Eight. slipping to 12. B, I guess. Okay. Anthony? Um, man, let me see. So I'm grading them saying, so what am I grading exactly? I just want to make sure. You're grading that it, that it could come out, that it will, that it will be delayed again. Grade that. that um, A. Okay. Eddie. I got I got I got really tempted to do something very stupid and give it an incomplete, but instead, <laughs> just, just we don't troll give it. eyes out here. <laughs> just but finally, troll his it. better angel won out, and he decided <laughs> not to do something stupid. Um, yeah, I'm just, I guess I'll just go with uh, C. That's the missed grade I can give it. Mitch, F. <laughs> I I actually want to hear Anthony's A on this. <sighs> Sorry. So, uh, Disappoint. So by saying A, I'm saying that I think it will be delayed? No, um, you're saying... No, you're hold grading. on. Hold on. You're grading that it is that it's that it is delayed. Like, how do you feel about it being delayed? Oh, I'm fine with it because I'm not going to play it. Um, <laughs> but oh. is I think it, it's okay because um, the launch for an MMO is the most important time because if it is not really good right away people are going to go right back to wow mm -hmm. so as long like if they feel they need to delay it in order to make sure that it is really good and going to hook people at launch and not make them play it for a week and go back to wow like i said then that's worth all the all the delay in the world because if they can hook people they got them for years so i'm fine with that i like that mitch 
Okay, so here's the thing. I gave it an F because they announced this game in 2008. Yeah, it is now 2011. It yeah. is now 2011, and we have no idea when it's coming out. It could be oh, coming out this Square year. Enix now. Yes. It might. <laughs> it might be coming out next year. We honestly have no idea. So they announced it way too early with no idea when it was going to come out, and now they're just. They look like idiots for continually continually delaying it. They should just come straight out and say 2012. Instead of saying, well, it might be probably 2011, but you know, there's an outside chance it's going to be 2012. Just straight up say 2012, dude. Like, yeah. It's, it'll be four years either way you cut it. So, yeah. Just, yeah, they they kind of messed up with that. I got a little aggro there on them. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> That's okay. Also, they I'm, actually have an entire studio devoted to just that game. Wow. Yeah. And what was the, the figure that came out that they that they that someone eighty uh, million? Yeah, that they've invested maybe eighty million in it already. Yeah. I mean, Bioware Austin is is the Swotor location. I think, I think it doesn't work on anything but Swotor. I don't think it actually works on other games. No, so. It's just- yeah. Um, yeah. I'm actually really looking forward to playing it. I think part of the reason is I just I just want to play it. <laughs> right. Like cuz I, I like MMOs. Like I'm not I'm not going to go back to WoW. I'm done with WoW. But, you know, I want to play I want to play a good MMO. I want to play a good Star Wars MMO and uh been waiting a long time. Cool. Cool. Eddie, Jeff. See, I I almost always feel like uh I mean, I guess maybe we we've been made cynical because of of like over delayed games that ended up flopping when they came out. Like, what was it? Too human took what ten years to develop or some <laughs> shit like that. Um, or and like the the infinite infamous Duke Nukem coming out. Um, well, Daikatana was that yeah, Daikatana. Yeah. That's the other one. So I, I mean, I generally feel like it's lately games get delayed for good reasons. Yeah, you know, because they need more work. I, I suspect that they have a lot of pressure on them to hit really tight schedules. They're working way too hard, and games get released as, like, the beta version that needs a patch on day one, you know? Well, yeah, like, they don't want to pull a Final Fantasy fourteen. Mm. Yeah, that, exactly. That, that was, was a horrendous sort of MMO. Yeah, and yeah, you're totally right. The launch the window is, good, is the most important. As long as any game, like MMO or not, as long as any game is good, all delays will be forgiven. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, like... I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm not sure what it is they're they're doing wrong as far as setting expectations because it seems like you don't get this same kind of aggro stuff uh, in the movie world, which has constant delays. I mean, is it just that they don't say, "Hey, we're"? You know, well, they've we're said definitely- they've said no expectations. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I think maybe with movies is that you don't. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like with movies you don't have like the same kind of ridiculous marketing material that we were talking about. I mean, yes, movies have like crazy marketing material, but not... I feel like there's more behind the curtain with movies. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, So, what is it? I want to say I read one time Forrest Gump took like nine years of development to get made, but we weren't getting trailers for nine years. Yeah, exactly. And you weren't getting screenshots every day, and then all of a sudden... like, Because they they release a lot of stuff about SWOTOR. If it's that far off, quit releasing freaking videos every month. You know what I mean? Like... (laughs) Yeah, right. well, like, but by now we know uh, the class progression for I think like two or three of the classes by this point. Yeah, they just released a video like last week, and it's like, really, if you're you looking at delay, like, quit releasing it. Game because games are so money and time like expensive, like for us, mm-hmm. as opposed to like a movie that they sort of just want to lock you down, like, hey, That's save true. sixty bucks, 
Skyrim. Yeah. It's like a sa- yeah. It's like save. It's like a save the date. You know. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's exactly what I think. That might be some of part of it. No, I think and you also, might be right. They're trying to lock down, like, you know, not necessarily for PC, but for consoles. Um, you know, oh, there will be a God of War game coming out for the PS3, so you got to buy a PS3. You know, make sure you get it because this game is coming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think they do stuff like that too. Yeah. Well, I uh, I wasn't Allied Noir in development for seven years. Yeah, that's yeah. And we yeah, never heard anything about it yeah. until like last summer. Yep. Yeah, we got our first trailer last summer. You're right. And to me, that makes me so excited because it was just like, whoa, I've never heard of this game. This looks awesome. And mm-hmm. then, whoa, it's coming out in May, and like I still barely know anything about and it. And actually, the thing is, everything I am hearing now is getting me really excited about it. Like the one thing exactly. that really excited me just recently is that. My my favorite publisher is doing a, a collection of short stories, and, and they got like a Pulitzer Prize nominee to write one of the stories, and a couple of other really like big name crime authors, and they're writing stories in the LA noir universe. Yes, I'd heard about that. Yeah, and I mean, how cool, cool is that? Like, and you know, that's, that's some pretty sharp stuff. LA noir is um, published by Rockstar, and mm-hmm. think about it. You don't hear anything about a Grand Theft Auto game until they're damn good and ready to tell you. And when they're ready to tell you, they unleash a lot of information. You know, like think about it. Grand Theft Auto 4 was like, oh, there's nothing, there's nothing. Then they announce, oh, yeah, it's real. And by the way, here's a like a Game Informer cover story that goes into great detail about it. Yeah, that's and, then they, true, and then they would release really solid trailers, but not like every month. Right. No. And right. I barely saw any like actual gameplay footage. Like I saw some gameplay footage. But it wasn't really until like the last few weeks heading up to it where it was like, okay, here's, you know. Yeah, and they um, didn't announce it like seven years ago. They, they, like, right. Before it comes out, they announced it like like a year, maybe a year and a half before it comes out. They're like, oh, by the way, we're working on Grand Theft Auto 4. We've been working on it for three years. We just didn't tell you guys. Exactly. And with SWOTOR, they're like for what, like two years, all they released was was fake trailers, like just CG. Yeah. yeah. Like, this, was, this is what trailers. it would look like, you know, if you <laughs> – no, that, that's the CG you see if you don't press start. <laughs> and it starts playing it, you yeah, know, like when the game is in. What do they used to call it in the arcade? Um, attract mode. Yeah, attract mode. <laughs> I, if you if you ever do that for the Assassin's Creed games, you get to see like a, a ridiculous CG movie that like yeah, never I watched, shows up I watched else. the Brotherhood one. It was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, go, Eddie. Oh, um, I just blanked. So continue. Okay. Well, I was just going to move on to the next question. I would give it an F. Well, yeah. no. Now you guys gave really good reasons. See, I, I fe- now really after listening reason. to them, I felt I was too aggro. <laughs> I was like, I'm you're really pretty aggro. Yeah, yeah, actually, you know what? I'm, I'll give it a C. Because here's the deal. I'm kind of done with MMOs, but part of me wants to just try this one out. I want to try it out. Maybe because it's the first MMO I've ever wanted to try. One, one last chance. One, one more time, you know? So, yeah. Jen just heard me say that, and she just goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she hold up divorce papers and just say mm-hmm. <laughs> she just always has them there <laughs> <That's> terrible <laughs> in case of like the roommate contract just in case of an MMO there's the divorce proceedings no oh, oh I don't know what I was going to say a minute ago I'm actually really impressed with the way um, like Naughty Dog does their stuff too because I remember I barely knew anything about Uncharted 2 they showed that awesome helicopter level mm-hmm. at E3 and then they, I don't think they showed hardly anything else Besides some screenshots and like giving people like giving letting people do some previews of the multiplayer, they didn't they didn't need to. Yeah, they yeah, sold that, everybody they were, they were with like, that with you. a falling down level. And I feel like they're uh, they seem to be doing the same thing with this with Uncharted Three. Like here's a little trailer, a little bit of info about the villain, 
but we're not getting like a barrage of stuff and to me that makes me so much more excited mm-hmm. yeah i agree i mean i feel like we uh, haven't even seen the, the, the like the money shot um, oh yeah stuff That's from that cool. game like that'll well, either be at e3 or we will never get it until mm-hmm. the game no, i yeah. think e3 will have some sort of um big you know trailer or gameplay footage i mean because i think what they were doing with the, the the burning house is they were showing off the 3d mm-hmm. but they're not showing like their craziest set piece yeah, because it wasn't really a very. It was just kind of like a here. Here's the game. It exists. Mm-hmm. Like I'm actually excited that that's all we've seen because it's just a very contained, pretty level. You know? But with that house falling, it's like it's at E3. Everybody in that room is a geek and they get it. And when they see that, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, this is in real time." Everybody in the room is just like, yeah, "Oh were real, shit!" Real subtle things going on in that, like as Drake's like you know walking by, like puts his hand on a rail and stuff like that, like just little tiny things that you watch, you're really amazed at the detail. But you know, in terms of just like a regular, you're like, oh, what's that? I mean, yeah, it looks really cool and the stuff's on fire, but it didn't really wow people in the in the way the helicopter did. Yeah, because that's the thing is like it went out of a cinematic and then like you're controlling it, and I remember everybody just like applause, like everyone was like, holy shit, this is actual gameplay. Yeah. It was seamless and amazing. I love watching big stuff like that, like as geeks are watching it. Yeah. yeah. They all appreciate it. You know? The yeah. crowd reaction to, yeah. to stuff is always cool. Like you remember, remember when the they announced the Twilight Princess, you know, and like you see like the the horseback and all of a sudden you're like, Oh my god, it's a realistic adult link like we've always wanted. Yay. Mm-hmm. Everyone freaked out. I like or, things like that. Or when they showed um I think one of my big ones was when they Halo showed too. No, it was the uh the tech demo or the, the demo or whatever of um Final Fantasy 7 running on the PS3. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the way people yeah. freaked at that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That was one of Sony's biggest mistakes ever, by the way. The cock tease of all time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, if we ever did this. <laughs> <laughs> if, if we ever you did mean this, it's not announcing this is a game look. right now? But you're not going to get it. Because yeah. people expected they were announcing it, and then they were just like, oh, this well, is Well, especially because they didn't say it till the trailer was over. Troll Square. Yeah. Yeah, because it was like it wasn't like a hey, here's a little proof of concept. It was just like, watch this. And then you're like, oh god, oh god. And they're like, that was just a little demonstration. You're like, what? And Sony's like, you know, you think you're pissed at us now, just wait a couple years. <laughs> Alright, guys. Used to those bars, kid. We're gonna <laughs> nice reference. <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna move on to the next He's a clever question. guy. Uh and Anthony is going to start this one out. <clears throat> Alright. Game So uh, it, this came out on Monday and kind of surprised me actually but uh, uh, Nintendo's chief Iwata uh, was interviewed about multiple things and one of the things he talked about was the Wii and I think Eddie mentioned this maybe a week or two ago about he started to see this kind of disappointment started to crop up in Nintendo about the Wii um, so this week he admitted that the that the firm allowed the Wii to fall behind the times in its online functionality and pledges not to repeat the mistake on the 3DS and the Wii 2. So I want you, Anthony, to grade Iwata admitting that the Wii fell behind the times. Uh, S. Damn. Eddie. S. Mitch. B. Jeff. <laughs> Shut up, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, why C? Okay, well, so it's it's great that he's talking about it, but 
I really scratch my head at the part where he says that they're back on track. Um, have we seen proof of them being back on track yet? Well, I've got a well, little no, response to that. To find out about it at E3. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because that's the thing is people point to the 3DS like that hasn't started off well. But I think he was he also talked about the 3DS some too. Because um, there was something I read where he was saying the other day that Nintendo sometimes adopts, especially in that time when they were making the Wii, because the GameCube had done so poorly and they were losing, you know, they had lost so right. much. That, well, it's not that they lost so much money, but it just the GameCube had done so poorly and they were at a real kind of make or break time for their company. And so they got, they, they got into this, they kind of hunkered down and got into this like pick ourselves up by our bootstraps mentality. And we're going to do everything that we can all, you know what I mean? Like the Nintendo way. Right. That's the mode they got in for the Wii and like the DS. And it probably saved their company. It saved their company. It totally did. And so, and so he, so he acknowledged that we got into that and it was good for us, but then we couldn't pull out of it once we, like we kept that mindset going Mm -hmm. longer than we needed to. And so like Porkins, they didn't pull up when they needed to. (laughs) So it sounds like they're actually getting outside help for their online stuff because for Project I think, Cafe. And you're right, and I think they would be – look, Nintendo is not stupid. They see all the money that Sony and Microsoft are making from this online thing, and they're like, you know what? I think we can take a nice chunk of that. So I, that's, why, that's basically what I think it is. Like, you know, Because the Wii like, – what, what always blew my mind about the Wii is for something that's supposed to be so accessible – it's kind of a pain in the ass to get online because one you have pain. To, you have to have wireless. Like not everybody has a wireless network. Not everybody wants one. You know, so ju- just from there, from the get go, you've already made it more difficult than the other two systems, which have this thing called a wired connection. You know, so mm-hmm. just from the get go, like I'm already pissed off at the Wii, and then their lack of online functionality, like the the friend code. The friend code the, is one of the worst things yeah. ever. So that anyone's it, ever done. There's a lot they did wrong, and I think that there's a lot they can do right and they would be stupid to not look at what the other two um, are doing and say, we can do that too. So they're, yeah, they're basically I, leave, the they're leaving money on the table. Act right. You know, yeah. <laughs> at the very least let's make something that doesn't get hacked. Then, you know, there'll be number two. Out of three. <laughs> yeah. It'd be nice. I think, like I think it's good that the, uh, I think it's good that they're looking to actually like join this generation, but like Eddie said, it's such a weird thing now that they've got going on with the Wii. It's like when the Wii was exploding, they thought it was the greatest thing ever. They didn't care about online, but now that it's dipping off, they're just like, yeah, we're sorry about the Wii, you guys. <laughs> that, yeah, that was, was really, that was terrible. I don't, all those idiots bought it, and we were just like, well, okay. <laughs> if you want I think, to. <laughs> I, I think if you were to compare the Wii to a drug, it would definitely be cocaine, because that was the biggest high and the biggest crash I've ever seen. <laughs> like, people came down off it so quickly. They were like, you it's, know what? Nintendo is, so, I mean, it's like, I feel like I'm in an abusive relationship with Nintendo, because they keep. <laughs> We'll fix it this time, I promise. Yeah, like the GameCube. Like the GameCube had some great games, but overall, I was pretty disappointed with it. It would have like the one game a year I really wanted to play. Um, beautiful yeah, Joe. You would never, like yeah, beautiful Joe. Games, you would never play GameCube because of uh, the controller. Prime. Yeah, like and like I was, I was just shocked because it was like, because yeah, we used to always bag on the Xbox. Like, which is, I don't want to play no Xbox. You know, like, I don't want to play that. Sucks box. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. <It> explodes. <laughs> but yeah, and so, but by the end of that generation, I was playing my Xbox on PlayStation 2, and I was, you know, I barely even touched the GameCube. 
you know, Eternal darkness. And so it's a. Uh, but then, like they 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 lured me back for the Wii, uh-huh. and now I was like, you know, F Nintendo, forget them. And now it's like Project Cafe. I'm like, maybe, he, <laughs> maybe I'm uh, <laughs> He, lo- you know, he loves me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I me. feel the same way. I don't <laughs> want to be excited about Project Cafe, but I'm really excited about it. Well, see, like I don't know if you guys Speaking read that Nintendo. that article I sent you, um, the editorial from One Up about Project Cafe. Because everyone's really excited about, oh, it's going to be more powerful than the, the PS3 and the 360. But those systems are five and six years old. Yeah. Um, so it's not that hard to be more powerful than them. And it may be only slightly more powerful so Nintendo can kind of keep it cheap and inexpensive. And they're not cheap, but inexpensive. And, um, you know, so it may not be the, the, you know, the amazing thing that we're thinking it's going to be. Yeah, what if it was a what if it was like a 360, but like with crappy online? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's that's not a good system. You know, here's here's the thing: if they can controls with a controller and a touchscreen thing, you know, yeah. If they can finally fix their third-party software problem, yeah, that I feel like you know all is forgiven. <laughs> like that would go that would go a long way to to taking back a lot of the the stumbles they've made. For and I me. think. It w- I think it will help to have a system that can actually run the games mm. of this gym. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. Just, the, 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 Wii, like, the Wii's graphics look so shitty, you guys. I'm just like, I can't even <laughs> like get over it. They're really like, bad. You don't have to. You don't have to take the apologetic tone with us. We know. <laughs> I, I mean, they really. Like, they look. I can't believe you did this. It's like you pooped on a disc and then <laughs> tried to pass it off to me. It's <laughs> like beautiful graphics. How well, nice are these like graphics? Saying, like, the, the game that's just poop, like, Nintendo. <laughs> if you had all three, the PS2, the Xbox, and the GameCube, you never picked the GameCube for a multi-console thing. Oh, no. um, and the Wii, you 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 can't for a multi-console platform because it's always an entirely different game. It's always yeah. like a dumbed-down kitty version of what the you know PS3 and Xbox version are. So, you know, yeah. they, they they're totally out of the running there, and you basically. All you ever play Nintendo for is the exclusive, so they have to get right. over that. Yeah. Some games seriously look like N64 games. No, and I don't know how they've done that, like that they've <laughs> regressed. Yeah. It's 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 impressive that they've actually gone backwards <laughs> as technology like this, goes. Forward. That had to have cost you like ten dollars to make that game. <laughs> but it made them a billion dollars in revenue. So yeah. oddly enough, the same janitor who works at EA that says all that shit does the graphics for those games. <laughs> <laughs> He's the first first in the line of uh, many new suitors for uh, third party support. Yeah, he that is their guy. third party support. Yeah, that guy. That guy. <laughs> oh man, nice. I think that's the end of the game, guys. Which means it's also the end of the podcast. It is. Do Sad face. Who won? Game over. Who won? I won. Tell me, I won. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Mitch. On this one, oh, I had such yeah. amazing arguments. You did. Here's the thing, Anthony. You're you're you'd had good stuff. I like your stuff, but I feel like the double C at the beginning was a little yeah. bit. Uh, and I, I, I like I Mitch coming with fire with S's and F's, man. Like so it was, it's style. So basically, so basically, all you had to do is come in here no. and give extreme. No, no, because that's bull crap. I backed it up, up bro. No, I because he backed it up. You can't just be like S. Because it's stupid. Or wait, that would be the other way around. Don't act, don't act, don't act like your butt's bad, Mitch. Like you got a better butt. To be honest, Jeff, to be honest, Jeff almost won. Like he, Jeff was winning the game halfway through. 
Oh yeah. What did he do to misstep? up? I don't. I don't know. I felt like he ended. The, he ended the game a little. Mm. Well, what did what, what did I do right? I don't. I, don't, I noticed I, that I'm never in the running. <laughs> There's a reason for that. Dude. Yeah, it's no, so unbelievable no, no. that you're never in the bias. <laughs> bias is the reason. <laughs> to be fair, when he's not doing his silly Eddie things, he should be in the running sometimes. But um, I don't know. I just I loved where Jeff was going, and then I don't know. I felt like Mitch came on. Str- it was really he just brought the fire with the smoke door, even though he kind of reneged on it a little bit. Um, After I convinced them, yeah, see that was good. And Eddie yeah. too. Well, stop making me double double guess. No, no, it's fine, Mitch. Congratulations. Second guess. Eddie wins. <laughs> no, somehow no, Eddie me. came came up and just won, even though it was one Mitch of these dead. days. I'm gonna win, and then I'm shutting Gamer Sushi down. Yeah, <laughs> well, just like just all offline. I'm fine with that. everything. I can't believe you gave it to a Canadian after. So basically, Gamer Sushi is gonna last forever, is what you're saying. What? Oh, damn, Jeff. Damn, Jeff wins. Jeff wins. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm okay with that, Jeff. Jeff the just won. I'm taking it away from you, Mitch, and I'm handing Jeff the trophy. <laughs> Do it. Mitch Do just it. got Reggie bushed. <laughs> it's true. Through. Mitch, I'm sorry you lost reference. the Heisman. <laughs> I, I don't get that. Yeah. I don't understand the reference, and that's why Jeff wins. <laughs> Good job, Jeff. Jeff. I don't understand the reference. Congratulations. Jeff crapped out in the sports metaphor last week. Yeah. It's that's true. True. But he still won. We can oh, go around wow, with this. I didn't realize that's Jeff twice in a row. Ooh, I, I am the winner. Wait, he actually wins because of that crack? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mitch said it was okay. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Forget this. Rate the podcast. Give it one star. I, I want you to. <laughs> just because just it's the worst podcast you could ever listen to with your free time. I hope that if you're listening to it right now, you realize how sad your life is for doing it. Eddie, people are going to think you're serious. Stop. You have to stop. I hope they do. You can you cannot follow me on Twitter. Twitter.com slash Eddie Revis. I want you to follow everybody else and avoid that one. <laughs> Block Eddie on Twitter. Report no, Eddie, spam. Twitter.com Eddie. slash Sushi. Unfollow us. Make a note of it. <laughs> Next. This is the opposite cast. Eddie, we don't want you to win if you're going to shut down the site. <laughs> yeah, that's... Like, yeah, why I don't would we ever let you, you win? You we enjoy doing did. this. Yeah, you just, cons- you, you just ensured you will never win yourself. Yeah, exactly. You just this is your fault. This is not you Jeff's fault. You did this to yourself. Next. <laughs> <laughs> now you know me. I'm Jeff, and you can follow me on uh, Twitter at Unsquare because I'm a winner. Yeah, and a, and a place skipper. I'm Mitch, and you can follow me at Twitter, uh, twittercom mi7ch. I am Anthony, and I will win again one day. Uh, if it's fill in the blank, if it's fill in the blank, that is my bread and butter. Except for Jeff winning last fucking time, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Twitter.com slash Anthony Taylor <laughs> underscore, and I'm Twitter.com slash Nick Camardo. Thanks for listening to the podcast, even though Eddie's getting sour about it. Sour about that podcast. I think follow us. Be, hey, the song. Unsubscribe on iTunes. Hey, girls don't cry. There's a. I'll, I'll make a video tutorial about how to unsubscribe to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and don't be so sad. We love you.